Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 86 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Telligent, a variant company. Do you need a support community? Yes, you probably do. Support communities are a critical component to a healthy digital customer support program. Telligent, a variant company, is a leader in community software for support communities and digital marketing. Its social software solutions help bring together modern collaboration technologies into a single integrated suite that includes social applications and social services, which enable organizations to create communities of interest for their customers. Telligent solutions include both external customer and internal employee communities. A customer service community enables you to answer a question once and then scale it to an unlimited number of customers. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Thoughtful Thursday. As you know, on Thoughtful Thursday, we discuss deep thoughts, including overarching strategy and organizational structure. But before we get into talking about today's topic, I do want to say that the free 30-minute coaching sessions that were offered courtesy of Telligent, a variant company who is this month's sponsor, are closed for the month. If you were not able to get in your coaching session because the times were unavailable, I'm so sorry about that. I will figure out something to do for you guys. But I definitely enjoyed hearing what was going on out there and helping where I could with everybody who reached out for help. So thank you so much for doing that. Now, let's get into today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt, who said, The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. And our book of the day is The Effortless Experience, Conquering the New Battleground for Customer Loyalty by Rick DeLisi and Matthew Dixon. So what are we talking about today? Well, it's right before the beginning of the new year. So it's natural that we would be looking to the new year. We've spent the week talking about reviewing your reports and finding out where you wound up number-wise. We've talked about on Tech Tuesday, reviewing the technology that you've got in place, whether that's working for you, what might not be working for you, and what you should think about for changing that. And then on Wisdom Wednesday, we got to hear about 2018 predictions for what we think is going to be happening in the next year. And this is all to set us up for this Thoughtful Thursday so that we can take all of this data that we've reviewed and gathered and understand how we should organize this and put this together to craft a brilliant strategy for 2018. But it's really late in the year, and you might need that strategy like yesterday. We did an episode in October about planning for strategy where I ended the episode by saying, now you can sit back and put your feet up on the desk because you finished your strategy for next year with so much time to spare. If you missed that episode, 
I'm going to give you a different version of that episode where we talk about five steps to create next year's strategy in a hurry. So let's get started. Step one of five, research. The first thing that I want you to do in this research step is to grab the latest corporate strategy documents that were available to you in 2017. You know how when the company comes out at the end of 2016 and they said a bunch of words about what the focus was going to be in 2017. And hopefully these corporate words were a precursor to the strategy that you made in your department for the 2017 strategy documents. See where I'm going? These strategy documents tell you what's important to the company and what you should be focusing on. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that that's what you use to make your social and digital customer care departmental goals and objectives for 2017. You want to get those documents out, brush them off, and look at last year's strategy of record for your digital and social customer care department. Essentially, what did you say that you were going to do in 2017? Have a read over that. And then I've kind of already helped you out with the next step in your research because the next step is to check your monthly reporting for objectives. So we just did that if you were on the Christmas Day Manic Monday episode 83 review for the end of the year, I already had you pull out those reports and have a look for some different things that you were looking at your key performance indicators. If you missed that episode, press pause, go ahead, roll back to episode 83, have a listen to that. And that will help you get caught up with where we are now. All right, so you're reviewing all of your reports for the month. And then one thing extra I want you to check for here is look for any objectives that haven't been met yet and refer back to episode 23, reporting on special ops. You may have pulled out special operations that you were reporting on and ticking off separately. If there are some sort of goals and objectives that you have not met, then highlight those opportunity areas. As I said on Monday's episode, I'm a Gen Xer, so I'm all about printing something out and highlighting it and writing notes in the margin. If you're not into all of that printing out and you're saving paper and highlighters, then use your method that works for you. But however you do it, make sure that you are finding and tuning in on those areas where there are opportunities for improvement. Now, you can do this in a few ways. Your opportunity areas could be an extension of existing goals that you haven't yet achieved. It could be an expansion of existing goals where you did meet your goal, but you're pretty confident that that's a new baseline and that you can go beyond your current achievements. That's an opportunity for you as well. And then you can also just have the creation of new goals where you can tackle new opportunities that weren't tackled last year. So those are three ways that you could be setting your new goals. So the research step is all about locating the goals that you need to be setting for next year. Got it? Okay, that's your step one. Your step two of five is map the plan. So when you're mapping the plan, you're going to jot down all of the opportunity areas that were captured in your research. 
you are going to then brainstorm possible goals for each of these opportunity areas. And while you're brainstorming these possible goals, you're going to refer back to the corporate and departmental strategy documents. If your company is really on the ball, you might already know hopefully what your company objectives are and what company priorities are for next year. Maybe your department even got ahead of the game and your department, your overarching department has already put their hat in the ring and said, these are the goals that we're going to meet for next year. This gives you an opportunity to see what you're laddering up to because all of your goals, you want to ladder up back to those goals that the department and the company have so that you know that you're working towards the greater good, that you're all rowing in the same direction. And when you refer back to those corporate and departmental strategy documents, you had already found all these different opportunity areas. I want you to circle the opportunity areas that you wrote down that fall within the parameters of your corporate and departmental strategy documents. So to give you a visual of this, maybe you're doing this scatter exercise on the whiteboard. You and your leadership are in the meeting room and you are just brainstorming. You're just writing stuff down on a whiteboard, throwing out everything that you're reading from your departmental objectives from last year that you didn't hit. And then you're saying, well, this could be a possible opportunity and that could be a possible opportunity. Just go ahead and circle the ones that fall within the parameters of your overarching big department and corporate goals, right? So right here, you're just mapping out the plan. That's step two. Step three is to draw the plan. So when you're drafting your goals, you want to make sure that you are drafting goal documents using the what to where by when logic, because you want to make sure that you have SMART goals. And as I'm sure you probably already know, SMART is an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, Timely. There are a couple different ways that you can interpret the different letters, but essentially that's what you get for SMART criteria. So you want to make sure that when you're formulating your goals, that you're formulating them in a way that says from what to where by when. And this essentially means that you are going to go from your baseline where you're starting right now and that you're setting a specific target that you want to reach. So from what to where, by when, because you want it to be time bound or timely, whichever way you refer to it in your SMART acronym, and make sure that that's very measurable, right? So this is how you draw out your plan. Now, step four of five is to review your plan. You want to review up, and I also recommend that you review sideways and down. This will help you before you're going out and committing to something that you find out later maybe wasn't such a great idea. So first review the plan with your direct reports to make sure that what you're committing to makes sense to them as well, and that they feel like delivering on it is going to be possible. Now, It is true that your direct reports may not have visibility at your level to all of the other initiatives going on in the company. So your direct reports may tell you that something you want to achieve is impossible because they don't realize that there is a higher corporate initiative also happening that's going to bring needed help or resources or something else that's happening. They may not be able to see everything that you can see. 
But conversely, you may not be able to see everything they can see. They may know of reasons that physically your plan cannot work, or potentially there's some sort of other thing going on at the frontline level that makes it not very likely that that plan is going to work. So make sure you're reviewing the plan with your direct reports. I say as appropriate because sometimes there are certain reasons where you have a plan that you need to put in place where it's sensitive or it doesn't make a lot of good sense to share with direct reports at this point in time. But where it's appropriate, try to review your goals with your team before you implement them so that you can make sure you're not putting yourself in a situation where it's impossible to attain your objectives. Also, review the plan with your leadership. You want to know maybe your leadership has purview to something that's going on in the company or the larger organization that you can't see, which would make your goals conflicting with a partner organization or conflicting with other objectives or achievements that your leadership needs to make. So it's never a bad idea to take their feedback into consideration. And the last thing that you want to do in step four is to make any necessary corrections or revisions. Then in step five, you want to implement. At this point, you need to probably go ahead and move quickly because it's already going to be January before we know it. So move quickly and make your team aware of the new plan. Then you just go ahead and let it roll out. So there you have it. Those are five steps to quickly get through your planning for your next year strategy in a hurry. You've already completed half of the research piece if you went through the Christmas Day episode 83, like I said. So now really all that's left is making sure that you ladder up to those corporate strategy documents, jot down all your opportunity areas, make sure they ladder back. You can choose either extension of existing goals you haven't achieved, you can expand on those existing goals that you already have achieved, or you can create brand new goals so that you can get out there and try something new. Map that plan, draw that plan, review it, and then roll it out. All right, so that has been five steps to create next year's strategy in a hurry. Let's talk about today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Telligent, a variant company. Why community? Why Telligent community? Well, because customer support communities create a compelling return on investment and give your customers the support options they want. When we are talking about your goals for next year, maybe one of the things that's an opportunity for you to write down is to start your community for your company. Communities are beneficial to so many different companies in so many different verticals, whether you're a super technical company or you're in a completely different vertical, there are so many ways that community can benefit. It's a place where you can store your content, have blogs, have VIP rooms like we talked about on episode 79 where you have private groups in the intelligent community. There are so many ways you can use community to bind your customers to your brand through positive interactions with other customers and with easy access to content they need to have a better experience when using your products and services. These memories that customers have where it's easy to do business with you because they can find the answers to the questions they have make it so much more pleasant to use your products and services. And 
I will tell you that when you move your common support cases online, remember that when these verified answers are put out there on the internet, customers can find them over and over again. So rather than having to reach out to your customer service agents each time they have a question, your customers are really able to just Google what it is they're looking for, and the answers from your community are brought right to them. You can't beat that. It's very easy. So knowing that, you know that you can free up your agents to answer more complicated questions, and your customers can have the answers they need right at their fingertips. Plus, they can create relationships with your other customers to talk about how they're using your products and services too. Now, to learn more about the Telligent community, Go to sociallysupportive.com slash Telligent, T-E-L-L-I-G-E-N-T. See for yourself what Telligent has to offer you. Okay, let's talk about jobs. Do you have a job opening or are you looking for a spot? Either way, email me at Frankie at sociallysupportive.com so I can play matchmaker between perfect person and perfect position And that way we can make sure that we're all delivering fantastic customer support out there on the World Wide Web. And if you see somebody out there doing a great job delivering customer service on the World Wide Web, speaking of which, email me the company name at frankie at sociallysupportive.com and I will see if we can get their leader on the show to tell us all their secrets about how exactly they're delivering that fantastic customer service. All right, this has been your Thoughtful Thursday. Make sure that you tune in tomorrow for Free From Friday because like every Friday, we're gonna talk about whatever we feel like because it's Friday. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll catch you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.